Good morning. Today is Friday, April 17th, 2020. My name's Keith. I'm the worship pastor at Green Acres Baptist Church in Athens, Georgia. I stand amazed in the presence of Jesus the Nazarene and wonder how he could love me, a sinner condemned unclean. Well, happy Easter season to you. We're going to start doing something a little bit special on Fridays during this Easter season. Testimonies are something that's extremely important for churches everywhere. If you look even at our own church, we have flowers that just about every week we have donated in memory of someone, just as a reminder of how important our lives are and how important the lives are of those that have gone before us even as testimonies. Testimonies are things that encourage us as we walk our own life, as we uh, look for examples to live for others. So Jesus is our, our greatest testimony of how to live. We've kind of been looking at Peter as a, as a testimony about how to live, but we also encourage one another with our own testimonies. So during this Easter season, we're just going to hear a few different testimonies. I'm going to ask a couple questions, three different Easter questions is what I'm calling them, and hopefully this will be an encouragement for you. So I have with me on the phone, Mrs. Maria Smith. Are you still with me? Yes. It's good to hear from you. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, thank you. Good, good. So I've got three Easter questions. I sent them to you beforehand. Are you ready for it? Yes, I am. Okay, so question number one, how did you come to know Jesus? Well, when I was 13 years old, actually, um, I was raised Catholic, and we used to live, remember, I am from Honduras, okay? So we used to live my neighbor with Jehovah Witness, and they have the uh, temple next to my house. So, but since we were Catholic, my mom didn't want us to go to their, you know, church, temple. <laughs> so, um, but they have three children, and the children were friends of mine. We used to go to school together. So one day, my mom let me go to visit them, and their mother was having a Bible study. And I just sat with everybody to listen what she was saying. And she was reading about Genesis and how God created everything in one week. And she went and explained each of, of the days that Jesus was doing what he was doing. And from that moment on, she grasped my heart. Jesus grabbed my heart. And... I was so enchanted with how God created things. So I keep, you know, keep going to the, the temple and listen to the Bible and reading the Bible, okay? Because I never, never read the Bible before. You know, we Catholic, we never read the Bible. So I start reading the Bible with with the mom. Every twice a week, we used to read the Bible. And I went and visited them for almost six months, but I didn't, you know, convert into Jehovah Witness. What happened was something drastic happened. One of the children, which was my um, classmate, actually, um, that died, very young, 13 or 14 years old, because he needed a, bl- a blood transfusion, and they didn't give it to him because the religion didn't allow that. 
And that was it for me. My parents didn't allow me to never ever come back to, to them. But that seed was planted on my heart. So I went church hopping. I went, I visited all the churches, evangelic, Baptist, Protestant, every church that was close that I could go and listen. But I never committed to anybody. But I always talked to God. Always, always, always. So, um, and I was like thirsting to get into know Jesus more and more. So happened that I moved to this country when I was 20 years old, something like that. And when I came over here, my neighbor actually introduced, took me to the church, which was uh, the, church, uh, the Church of Christ. Okay. And we start, we started to read the Bible. I couldn't, you know, believe how much God and Jesus love us. You know, but the more I study the Bible, uh, I get the relationship that I have with Jesus is just incredible. It's just incredible. I can count on Him for everything. He took my sins and my sorrows. He made them His very own. He bore the burden to Calvary and suffered and died alone. How marvelous! What are, what are some of the differences um, since you have become a Christian or since you've started following Jesus? Uh, what, what are some of the differences that you've noticed just from your own life growing up in a Catholic home, now being you know part of a, a Christian church, a Baptist church even, with your husband, Arthur? W- what are some of the unique characteristics of that? Um, one thing that, that um, it has opened my eyes to see more soul than anything. And, uh, and in, you know, to, to have more grace and mercy for the thing around me probably, and I see all of that. Oh, to, have more, to have more grace and mercy for those around you, is that what you said? Yeah. And then last question, do you have a passage of scripture or a prayer or anything on your heart that you would like to share with us today? Yes. I don't know if you have noticed when we have the Zoom, I have a cross on my wall. And and on the cross it says, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. Acts 16.31. But that cross was given to us when we moved from Delaware Georgia, by our church. Mm-hmm. Okay? But every time that I see the cross, remind me that Jesus is alive, first of all. And not just only that, but that how obedient he was to the Father, that the Father led, led him to the cross to die for me. So I just want to be 
obedient to him mm-hmm. and to try to be more like him every time. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. So I, yep. I think you, you had told me before we talked that you have uh, a passage from Philippians. Is that right that you'd like to read? Yes. Okay. Yes. Hi, Philippians over here, imitating Christ's humility. If you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from His love, if any fellowship with His with the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in the Spirit and purpose. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain concept, but humility considering others better than yourself. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. That's Philippians 2, 4, 1, 4. Philippians 2, 1, 3, 4. Well, that's great. Thank you very much, Mrs. Smith. I'm glad you're here with us, and I'm glad you're part of our church. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we are so happy with us to be part of the church and be serving them. Well, that's great. That's great. I hope you have a great Easter season. Thank you. You too.